Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Dexter New Blood, Season 1, Episode 3, Smoke Signals. I am Mr. Sal, very excited to be covering Dexter New Blood, here with my co-host and former student and the second most important Kurt in the Dexter New Blood universe. Kurt, hello, how are you? How does everyone do this fine Dexter podcast? I'm Kurt. Uh, joined by my co-host, Mr. Sal. <laughs> okay. I already did the intro. Okay. Well, Kurt, mm-hmm. we have now completed watching the third episode of this exciting... Uh, what do you call it? Do you call this a reboot? I have no idea what I call it. <laughs> I, <laughs> they, yeah. they, call, they call it a special event series. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's a reboot. Like, it's basically a reboot. Does a reboot have to reinvent? I, I, like, I, I'm not sure. Does a reboot reinvent, or does it just like? No, you're right. This back? is not. It's not a reboot. A reboot would be like, like maybe Dexter would get in Miami back then, yeah. but now things are a little different, or maybe. Yeah, the, the, that would be like you start over with a new cast, and no, I mean they did start over with a new cast, but the main characters are the same actor. So no, I, this, yeah. this is this is I, I don't know. It's like a sequel series. Yeah, definitely. That's, oh, yeah. That, definitely that's the way I would think about this: the sequel series. So, but anyway, we have to get right down to business here. I have to try to guess your rating. You're going to try to guess my rating as well, and we'll see how this goes. So, I know that you gave i think you gave both of the previous episodes a nine right yeah okay so uh this one is we got a lot more insights into uh lily i mean lily is gone now so well she was uh, already dead indeed indeed uh the stakes are kind of raised for dexter here we get this pretty big twist at the end harrison's dark side is is showing a little bit more um but I don't think you're ready to give out any tens for this season yet. So I, I think you gave it a nine again. I also think you gave this a nine. Okay. And I, I gave ahead. it a nine. I did too. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Now I did give the second episode, I gave a 10. So I definitely didn't like this one as much as I liked the second one. Where do you that, that right now? In? Right now, this is either my least favorite or second. Uh, I like agree. This is, I agree. This is one of the two. I, I we'll see how the discussion goes as to how I feel about it. Yeah. Uh, so it, uh, I, I might. I'm uh, right now. I'll probably say second favorite. Okay. Uh, but I'm not sure yet. So. I think this is my least favorite so far. Uh, and I, I tell you what, I I still love this episode. Giving it a nine out of ten. I I am all in on Harrison. I I love that character. I think I, the actor is doing an amazing job. Mm, you're not all in on Harrison. No, no, I'm all in on Harrison. Just the word "actor" for Harrison is not a good term. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I, his name, by the way, is Jack Alcott, not Harrison. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that we can safely assume he's an actor. But that, I'm, I'm. That's even better by them. They somehow convinced Jack Alcott <laughs> that, to go by Harrison for yeah. a while. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I'm all in on that character. I think that it is phenomenal what we're seeing when he puts Zach in the chokehold. Oh, I, I, yeah, th- I, there are so many posed 
man, when I'm thinking back to it now, because that's something I think Dexter did to Dokes at some point or someone. I think he, I think he, he may. Did, have. He does He's this choke done grab before. I, He's done this choke yeah. grab before. Yes. With this, yeah. this like I don't even know what you call this. I I don't know the effectiveness of this ch- choke grab because I feel like they you, they could just punch <laughs> you. Like right. I understand that you're older than their throat, but right. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, I yeah. will say this that you know, I, a lot of I I picked up on a lot of mannerisms that Jack Alcott has bring, brought to the character of Harrison that are pretty similar to to uh, vintage Dexter. I mean, and actually, uh, in an interview I heard with Michael C. Hall, he, he talked about he's how he saw Jack Alcott doing something he he didn't really remember what it was, and he was like, "That son of a gun! He's he's he's." actually copying me you see like this is uh, so sticking my so, stick yeah yeah so it was really pretty cool but anyway I, I i'm all in on harrison i love that story i'm I, i'm not sure how i feel about the way the lily story went in this episode i'm, uh, I'm okay with it yeah I'm just showing us some stuff i i'm speaking of the mannerisms part what mm-hmm. they did with that CSI, I think Damien was his name. Oh my god, was I know. so good. That that's yes. classic. That's exactly what Dexter should do in season, in yep. like the you know original series. Like that was picture awesome. perfect. What he did, he would like look around the crime scene, think, you know, talk yep. about what's happened, you know, paint a picture, and like yep. the way he was walking and pointing and doing everything and speaking <laughs> yes. was like just like Dexter did. I was like, this yes. is so good. Oh. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, there's there's nothing plot i don't know that i really love all the parts of this episode there are just like a few points that really uh, that are really rubbing me the wrong way that I'll, I'll get to those in a minute but let me let me keep talking about what i loved about this episode i totally agree that scene with damien was phenomenal uh the the stuff with the with lily was i i, I think i'm i'll eventually come around to it i think there it's a really slow burn they're, they're really uh we're three episodes in and, and we don't really even know who the and the primary antagonist of the season is they so. yeah I, I, yeah we don't know who the primary antagonist is and they i mean they're purposely leaving it vague and you know they know who we think it could be i'm pretty sure right like yeah out of the people we know at least well is it, what's interesting is i feel like and we can talk about this more when we get now. I mean, we'll talk about it now, I guess, since I'm about to bring it up. I feel like they are really painting uh, Edward Olson to be the villain here. Yeah. But to me, that shooter was clearly Clancy Brown. <laughs> it, 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 I, it's either Frank or Edward. It's either Edward or yeah. it's uh, Mr. Caldwell, Kurt. Kurt right. right. It's one of the two. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, wait, is it a third person? Like, is it like I, that we just haven't even met yet? Like, this is all bait, right? Because they are making. I can't believe that. That okay. that would really shock me. <clears throat> I mean, it could be. I guess that what is it, Bill? We haven't seen him since episode one. Who's Bill? That was uh, Matt's friend. Oh yes, okay, yes. Yeah, uh, and he was a relatively big character in that first episode. We haven't even seen him yet since then. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, to me. Look, I'm at the point with this guy in the snow camo who shoots Lily. That looks so much like Clancy Brown to me that if they tell me that's somebody else, I'm going to probably call BS. I so I think it's more likely Clancy Brown than Edward, just because Mm -hmm. 
they seem to really be trying to push Edward. Like, I feel like this is bait, but also, uh, just the the con, like the reasoning behind this. I don't know if he's using this as sort of like a relief mechanism, right? Like he like yeah. he hears his bad news about his son. Now I'm gonna like kill this person who's maybe they've presumably killed other people, and then it, I feel like he's got to be up to some sort of shady behavior based, especially on the final scene that we see with Dexter and Clancy Brown and yeah. he's grateful that Matt's still alive. I'm like, well, that's why is he thinking <laughs> what? Like he's not though. Right. Right. So I that yeah, well, that, oh, that one's really got me for a loop, but anyway. Right. Well and and Dexter says, you know, why is he lying? Which it is really hard to lie when you're drunk, if you're that drunk, as drunk as he seems to be. So I, I think maybe he was even lying about being drunk. Maybe he was not even drunk. I, I just, don't know. I don't know either. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Uh, the the stuff with Dexter trying to figure out what to do with the body, which is kind of the bulk of this episode, I suppose. That's fine. Um, I, you know, I, yeah, I like the Except that... It, I don't understand the like where he actually ended up burning it. This is one of the things I'm really stuck on in this episode is what is this incinerator that's just open to the public? <laughs> it's public incinerator, Mr. Sal. You never like no, never? A public incinerator? I, I mean yeah. I'm I I can imagine for the masses, yeah. I can imagine a public incinerator, but this is like massive. This looks like a factory. Like what what is this thing where he puts the body that he just he knows about it he can easily access it what is it <laughs> i don't i have no I don't idea know. how he's just able to do this yeah like, and without if, fear of cameras or anything seeing him yes just... and and knowing about it why wasn't that the first thing he thought of just, just drop it off in the incinerator on the way to pick up Harrison at the bus stop like i i don't i don't get that part of it I mean, you know, maybe burning was just, he's never thought of, you know, his head's always been in one way. You know, he always used to dump it in water. So at first he was like, oh, lake, mm-hmm. put in lake. And then he's like, actually, maybe not lake, not good. Hmm. Hole, mm-hmm. maybe, or cave. Hmm. Cave didn't work either. Bear. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, I actually thought he was going to try feeding it to the bear. I actually liked the idea of the cave, but <laughs> me too. I me too. I like the cave. Like you get yeah. like this big like pile up, like this a messed yeah. up thing of like, oh my my pit's not deep enough anymore. I've killed too many people. But You're right. We guess someone could just come in and put a flashlight down there. Be like, oh yeah. Well, I thought I thought for sure he was going to come across the missing girls' bodies in the mine there. Oh okay. So, but obviously he did. Now it's it is possible that they're down in that pit <laughs> dexter was not the first one there's a lot of people use the the, the killing pets yeah exactly exactly so so that was one of the, the things that really stuck in my craw the the incinerator at the end the yeah. other another and the two other ones one is just a petty thing though but uh but the second one i think is totally legitimate i feel like these dogs would have gone nuts having had matt's scent and then they came in in SUVs that are parked at Dexter's house. They have to get back in those SUVs at Dexter's house. How are they not going nuts around the fire pit? I don't know how like 
trained the dogs are like once they tell them okay oh, we're, we're all done very here. trained oh yeah well, like those like like once they once they tell them like okay we're all set here doggos and then the dog will okay we don't care about the smell anymore and it's just and they're just like like so they just <laughs> so like they just don't care anymore once they start walking back like they just yeah they're not they're not looking for it anymore like they smell it like if you gave them the glove there they could lead you to them to under yeah. the fire pit but they're just like okay yeah i guess we're all set okay yeah sounds good boss okay yeah i i, I, guess I, I, I can chalk maybe. that one up that one i understand though what you mean though like that yeah. i didn't even think about that as to uh why wouldn't they get mad at, or why wouldn't they like yeah start sniff out the uh the body the original yeah. body i mean to me as soon as they said they were bringing in dogs i was like all right there's no way out of this unless he like even if he moves the body the scent's still gonna be there just hide the scent. yeah there's there's no way out of this how how did they bring dogs into this story? <laughs> so uh, anyway, that, so, so that really was, was a sticking point for me. And then the other thing is just petty uh, school stuff. I, because just because I'm a teacher, I have problems with a lot of the school stuff. So, I, I mean, the, the, the angle they're going with the school story uh-huh. um, is unique. I'll give them that. Uh, oh, I, I'm it's not, not talking about anything with the kids. I'm talking about the administrative stuff I have some problems with. Oh, the principal scene. Also, yes. also, by the way, what what you were talking about, I don't know if I, you 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 talked about how Deborah looked very similar to um Angela. To Angela, yeah, yeah. I forgot if you said it or if I talked about like, oh, what if like her face morphed into Deborah and you know you looked right, right there and then you look back, you know, back to Angela. Happened, but not for Angela. Right. <laughs> for the right. principal. Oh, but, not yet with Angela. Not yeah, yet. Well, yeah. I mean, they've already worry. done it with the principal now. Yeah. But, like. Yeah. Oh, so what, what's your what's your gripe here with the administration? Oh, just some administrative stuff. I mean, first of all, I, I work in a high school, and I've never had like we don't have a placement test to figure out where to put students. Well, you don't uh, live in I, upstate New York. I do live in upstate. <laughs> no, New wait York, a second. Fact. <laughs> so, and and and, the, and it's a small town. So this is the other thing. It's like maybe in a huge district, maybe they have placement exams. I'm not sure if even then they do. Cause I, what do you need a placement exam for? You have a transcript from the other schools, which then, you know, I was, I, I watched with my wife and, and my wife thought uh, that they, they didn't have any records because he was going all over the place, but they did have his records. They she she talked records. about his GPA. So it's like, well, I, what do you need him to take a placement test for? And, and she talked about it as though, this is the highest grade that we've ever seen on one of these placement tests. I'm like, how many transfer students do you get in Iron Lake, New York? How many people are moving here with their high school age kids? So I don't know. I was, I was, I was a little put off by that. And then the, the, the coup, the coup d'etat, the, the proctor of the exam left the room for 15 minutes. Things happen. You lose, you lose your job doing that. That's ridiculous. You can't do that. <laughs> That's out of line. Yeah, it is out of line. You can't do that. How did she not get in trouble? With that how does Harrison get accused of cheating and she doesn't get accused of negligence? So anyway. he cheated. And that very may very well be. It doesn't seem like it at this point. But it's well, very he cheated possible. for that, and then it inspired him to study so hard for the second test. Well, that's my other question: Did they just give him the same test again? Because <laughs> he just already knows the answers, and you know, plus he probably can figure out which ones he got wrong and that's yeah, so why i scored even better yeah so i i, I don't know the, the placement test really got to me and, and that's just because i'm a teacher it's not i'm sure if i wasn't a teacher i wouldn't have thought 
at all about any of that. I so. thought the administration was a bit of a jerk. Like, I know the, the principal was really rubbing into Dexter about like, really, you, like, yeah. like you don't know your son very well, huh? Hmm. Well, hmm. I, I mean, she she threw him some looks, but most yeah. of what was said was said by Deborah. So yeah, <laughs> so I'm not sure we can really criticize the principal That's too true. much That's for true. that. But was it all test? She she proctored the exam, which we've met her before, and yeah, we have, we have. She was uh got a bit busy there. That is the best yeah. of us. Sometimes you're proctoring an exam, you get a little busy, you got to step out for some time, and you know, I think that uh, yeah, you call somebody else to come in if you have to step out. I mean, it really, th- this this never would happen. I th- I've never met a single teacher who would leave an exam for 15 minutes. Never, like it's. It, it does not happen so anyway i mean I, I suppose i have only been teaching for 20 years but you know whatever so any, whatever i i'm i'm not going to go down any further down this road these are my sticking points of the episode and this is why I, I i this is why it's my least favorite episode of the season so far and why i can't give it a 10 but having said that i did love the broad strokes of this episode i i, I mean seriously harrison i am i'm loving that storyline i would um i after talking about what we've spoken so far to me this is actually definitely the second rated episode just because I, I love the storylines that happen the, mm-hmm. the for me the only real sticking point is the chimney one that kind of bothers me i don't whatever the dog's mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a place for exam okay right? uh, I, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's I, I understand that uh well, yeah but i love everything that they introduce and Things to answer, you know. Obviously, you know the pilot episodes. It's it's much more. You know, we're, we're learning about other things and so forth. So I, I like like this one a lot. And Iris, I I have a theory for Iris that is technically not my own theory. It's my friend's theory, but I think it's true. Okay. Okay, and it's that Iris is probably a good friend of Angela's and also Audrey's mother. Yeah. I, I think like, you're oh. right about that. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, you know that makes good sense. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm not sure actually. Maybe because so. Angela was pretty critical of Audrey's mother. I, I have some questions about Audrey's mm-hmm. history here that I, I I'm just not certain about. I mean, she talks about how she it seems like she remembers her dad. Like yeah. she said, you know, the, the, this car was my dad's. So. I mean, I don't know. Did the, did the mom leave her, her with the dad? The way Angela described it, it sounded like the mom just a, like abandoned a baby, like left a baby somewhere, just completely unattended. She never said that though. She said abandoned. She so didn't. I wonder. She didn't. So, but the, but the, but I mean, the baby having the father's car makes me even more think whoever whoever uh, Audrey's mother was mm-hmm. was close with angela okay maybe all right or maybe well, they were sisters I'm... and uh but i feel like they would have brought up actually they can't be sisters yeah they wouldn't be well, at least not not in the case if she was the mother so yeah, definitely not sisters in that case so but i think i mean you're pretty clearly right that uh and you did predict this a while uh, last week that iris does seem to have been angela's childhood friend that, I mean, I think that the the woman that she's talking to on the reservation at some point was uh, Iris's mother. That's what it seemed like. 
Oh, you know, <laughs> right. She seemed to know. They were talking about Iris, and I was like, I mean, maybe just a known quantity in this area that, I like, you know. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, that that could very well be. But but she was talking about Iris, like Iris used to always think that you two would, you know, start a rock band together or whatever. But so I I I got the impression that that was Iris's mother, and I got the impression that Iris was a friend of Angela's. I didn't necessarily think that uh iris was audrey's mother but maybe that's a possibility i'm i'm gonna go with yeah okay all right i'm, I'm gonna go with no i'm gonna say iris is not audrey's mother but I'm, I'm very curious i basically i really want audrey to speak about iris or whatever she knows about iris Probably well she has know. met she's invoked her once i'm not iris. yeah 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 as in i'm not iris but so, like i want to yeah. i want to hear talking maybe harrison like just oh, there's iris yeah. iris is yeah. blank. blah 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 yeah maybe I yeah that, that would be audrey <laughs> that'd be iris. interesting uh i think the other the other piece here that we haven't talked about is we have a new character that's uh molly yeah who seems like she's <laughs> going to be pretty important and she actually is of of quite a well-known actress oh, yeah. so uh, this is jamie chung and she she's pretty well known I, i've seen her in some stuff she's pretty awesome uh so i was a little bit i, I don't know i started thinking when she came she had her own like entrance music uh, yeah, which she was, did like, i was like huh. yeah like, I I guess like, this is right. important. Yeah, very important, right? It's, she must be someone important. And I started thinking that she might be Audrey's mother. But then when Audrey was talking about following her on Instagram, I was like, nah, never mind. This is not Audrey's <laughs> mother. Uh, you know, I even thought maybe she was Iris for a little while. And I was like, nah, never mind. She's not Iris. So, you know, like, the, she's just too famous to be connected to them previously. But one thing I did. I did think of, and I don't know. It, it, I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm grasping at straws here. But she was so overtly and outwardly like sexual. Did you get that? Like when she's talking about Logan, she's like, "Ooh, hot cop!" Oh yeah, like, that. Oh it, yeah, definitely, right? yeah, definitely that. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. and that we've had only one other character, I think, that's been that overtly sexual in Dexter. And that's Masuka. Masuka. So yeah. I'm wondering if there's a connection between Molly and Masuka. I'm just gonna get another character that was like Masuka. Okay. I will. Um, I will. Like it could just be they liked the the character Masuka. And they just wanted to have another character that was overtly sexual like that. But I. So my what I what I think we could see happen here. I think it would be interesting. Is if she somehow, because of her connection with Masuka, like recognizes and IDs Dexter. Okay. So far, has she met Dexter? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, yes. Yes, she was in the store, he said. Which store? He said that he was. she was in the fish and game store. Oh, but did we see that? No, we did not see okay. that, but he, he's at dinner. He said they said that at dinner. Yes. Okay. He said it at dinner. Yeah. So now I'm trying to remember. Do you remember? Does Masuka have a daughter? Did I see? He does. He does. Yeah. He they, does. Yeah. That's okay. not her, though. She looks much How different. do you know? I mean, because they, they showed her, unless he has a different daughter as well. 
Oh, they showed Masuka's daughter like as an adult. Yeah, that's like. Uh, let, me, let me see if I can. Uh, I'm pretty sure they did, unless I'm confusing it. I thought Masuka had a like a young daughter. No, I thought they showed him as an adult. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's a, so, uh, Nikki Walters. Yeah, this is her. Yeah, they show her in season eight. She's the daughter of oh. Masuka because she has like the same uh, laugh. Masuka was in college. He donated to a sperm bank, which resulted in Nikki's conception, which he was unaware of. Okay. And how do we know how old she is? 20. In season eight? She's 20 in season eight? Yeah. Okay. So she's like 30 now? Yeah, she'd be 30. Okay. Uh, Jamie Chung's pretty close to 30. I don't know. I mean, but it's also different names. <laughs> Nikki Walters, Jamie Chung. That's fair which enough. A, yeah, I don't Nikki, think it's the same yeah. person. But he could have had other kids, maybe. Yeah. I mean, if he donated to a sperm bank. You know, he could have lots of kids. Maybe. So, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it would be, be, I think that'd be an interesting plot point. But anyway, well, um, anything else you want to say in preamble here? I feel like we make our predictions right in the beginning. It's hard not to. (laughs) Maybe we we need to just start formally saying this is where we're making our predictions. The the issue is just I, I, I get worried. I'll just forget. Me too. So, <laughs> so I just make so, it that way. It's out there. I think I think that's I think that's the, the right play to the right thing to do here. Uh, any any um, I don't know not predictions. Any ideas as to what is going on with the embalming of the body? Because I don't know if you recognize yeah. that as embalming. Yeah, oh that's no, what that what, is. yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, no. When they, especially when they're doing the blood part or yes. in, I don't know what the do you do you know what compound or whatever uh, embalming fluid. It's, okay, it's, it's embalming it's, fluid. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, I, I know that. Like, oh yeah, this is definitely like mortician esque level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the body here, and we haven't seen a funeral home anywhere, mm-hmm. as far as I know, right? Yeah, people don't die at Iron Lake. Yeah, yeah. But this is so. This uh, here's my prediction with that. I, I don't know why they're embalming bodies. Uh, other than you know preservation, I don't know. Maybe they're trying to really preserve. You can't preserve a body for that long just with internal embalming, though. So, anyway, I, I think uh, we might have a situation where both Caldwell and Olson are involved in this, and Caldwell is the shooter, and Olson is the embalmer. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Are, are we making predictions now? Uh, yeah, let's okay. let's, let's <laughs> wrap up predictions here before okay. we move any further. Well, then can we discuss what happens in the next time? Then sure. Okay. Well, all, all I really see is that there there's a lockdown at the school mm-hmm. of some sort, and you know, is Harrison a monster? Is really the big questions, and also Kurt lied. There you go about the FaceTime. Yeah, he's well. Yeah. Just I think it's talking about you know why is he lying? But they already said well, at the end of the episode in general. So yeah, um, I here's my prediction. There is a school, some sort of school shooting. Okay, perhaps by Ethan because we see like a violent tendency. Yeah, I mean him. they've they've really leaned heavily into that. And then the next episode titled "H is for Hero." Harrison mm-hmm. stops the shooting. Ah, ah, in some okay. way, whether whether by actual force or by talking mm-hmm. Ethan down, I don't know. But that's 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 what I'm going with. That's where okay. my that's where my chips are right now. 
No, that's a, that's a good call. Also, you, you're not really angry to me about this episode. It's not like any mark against it, but we did not see the wrestling team at all. Despite like I like this way, like I, I was like, oh man, I, I think I even said the end of the other episode, like we're gonna see the wrestling team. You know, like it's gonna be like a part of it. I felt that's, oh, that's what I was feeling internally. You did, you did say and, we would see Logan in a coaching capacity, and he was. A he bit. was, it was yeah, recruitment, he was recruiting, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But like I. Immediately, it's like it's like the first scene we see like Logan trying to get Harrison to join. I'm like, oh, see, it's gonna happen. I mean, I got yeah. it. Like, I'm, I'm so excited. Uh, never, never, never see. He's just asked again later, but like, never do uh, I see Harrison. At a, and I guess yeah. Harrison brings it up to like the bullies or whatever. But like, yeah. So I was like, gosh, darn it! I really wanted. I really wanted by, to see. That. By the way, I will. I I don't. I don't want to embarrass you here, but I do have to call you out a little bit because you did predict. The Harrison would be very popular in school. Well, I countered that by saying I think Harrison is going to uh, become um, rub no get, drive a wedge between Zach and Audrey, which it seems as though he absolutely has done. He's still popular. Well, he's popular with Ethan and Audrey. <laughs> Not very popular with Zach and Scott. By the way, I learned their names. <laughs> <laughs> I have yet to learn their names. I just, I just think of them as like a. I don't. I do know Zach. Okay, I yes. Yeah. Uh, this is a conglomerate, though. I forget which is Zach. Zach is the one who sends the and receives. I know that, but I forget what he looks like now. Maybe you showed he, me. Wait. I would not know which one Zach was. Oh, okay. Well, uh, Scott is the lankier one. <laughs> so okay, gotcha. <laughs> uh, there you go. So there. Uh, we'll see if we ever see wrestling practice. I don't know. Maybe I, I think we will. I think we'll see something. I mean, Harrison invokes it. I'll see you on the mats. Like he, he, he this is a storyline for him. Uh-huh. Normally in shows, especially a kid that's new to school, it's like they're not fitting in, right? It's like oh, the it's, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of they always hit the same like cliches of like oh, you know, trying to get friends. Oh, there's like the popular kids, like and all all these like cliches. This is very different, right? Harrison comes in, he's already like pretty op, like he's smart. He's mm-hmm. he could like throat hold you, yep. <laughs> you know. He's like he doesn't really he yeah. beats his own drum. He's just like yeah, yep. whatever. I, I don't really care about anything. I just well, yeah, they're bullying you. Yeah, I'll, I'll take care of it, kind of. <laughs> Well, remember, he's like a professional new kid at this point. You know, right, he's yeah, bounced he's been around. around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So he's used to this. And I will tell you this. When I, first of all, getting new students in the middle of the year is really difficult. Uh, it, 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 because, I mean, there is, there's a social adjustment, and there's an academic adjustment, it's, it's all kinds of adjustment. The most successful students that I've had who've like come in to the school in the middle of the year have been ones who just go for it. They, they do exactly what Harrison's doing. You know, I, I, had, I remember I had one new student. I, this was pretty late in the year. I think, I think I got him in like March or something. Uh, I think it was like March. And he came in and he's like, hi, I'm the new kid. Where do you want me to sit? <laughs> it was like, okay, all right. So, I mean, he announced it to the whole class. He was and and he was he became like very popular he like started going to all the sporting events and like it became like the leader of the cheering section at like the basketball games it was impressive <laughs> so yeah in. yeah he I mean, he did he he came in he went all in and and that's and he was very successful socially and academically so it was it was fun to see 
it was fun to see that. So that's that's kind of where I see Harrison. But he that kid who came in and did that was also someone who had uh, moved out. How I take that back? Maybe he hadn't moved districts before. I'm not sure. So, but I have I have a student right now who's new to the district and is just crushing it. I mean, she's crushing everything. And this is someone who has been in, I think this is her third district in four years. So, but I don't know. I think some kids get kind of get used to new set, new settings like that. And they end up becoming comfortable in seemingly uncomfortable situations. So Harrison seems to be one tight, that type of kid. So good for him. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm digging Harrison. Yeah, so. yeah, Harrison's awesome. So, any other predictions or preamble before we get into this? Uh, I think I think I'm I think I'm ready. Okay, what do you think of the title, Smoke Signals? It's okay. Yeah, I liked it. I th- I thought this was a decent title. The the only issue I have with it is that like my my big my only gripe is the is this is the um. It calls the attention to your yeah. biggest problem with the episode. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, you know. Otherwise, yeah. you know, I I probably like it a lot more. But well, yeah. yeah, it's okay. Okay. All right. So let's run through this. I mean, the, the we've already talked about a lot of this stuff, so I'll just run through. And if you want me to stop, let me know. So at home, where we start, uh, there's Dexter's realizing that he doesn't have a lot of privacy anymore, and that he made you know you know all this because they made one little mistake uh and killed someone so th- that's how he says it. i made one little mistake yeah and the mistake was not you know taking care of the body more efficiently the mistake was killing someone that's just, that's his little mistake which is you know the biggest mistake of most people's lives if you if you make that mistake, I how shouldn't people, say that most people kill someone. So. Many, yeah, that's, how many people do you think that Dexter has killed? I mean, there's probably a place we could actually find the answer. I'm sure that we could. Uh, when they recovered his uh, his bodies, I think butcher. they did. I think they did give a number, but then we'd have to, of course, add to it. So I would guess it's. I think I want for some reason eighty something is sticking in my head for the Bay Harbor butcher, but then. Yeah, there's a there's more since there's then. six so more say, seasons after that plus this right so i i'd say it's probably close to 100 i'll say 130 okay i'll say 129 okay i'll be in the higher <laughs> end of that we'll see so yeah well i, I don't think we're just any way to we're not going to figure this out right now but anyway <laughs> uh logan tries to recruit harrison to the wrestling team uh before harrison's going to meet with the principal and uh Apparently, there's been a big break in the case, which actually this we haven't talked about at all. But when when Dexter hears Angela say this, how much how much must that freak Dexter out to hear? There's been a break in the case and he doesn't know what it is. And he's got to bring his son to the principal's office. So he's clearly distracted in the principal's office. But this must like get the heart pounding. There's been a break in the case. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, this must be a very um, anxious event that this is. Oh, any break in this case? Like, what do you mean a break? No, this yeah. Is, we, we figured everything out. I thought. Like, yeah. Come on. Like, that's what do you mean? We, we, we yeah, went yeah. and we saw the glove. We know. Did you guys see that glove? Like, front on the glove. <laughs> Same glove. Like, come on. This won't break. 
uh-huh. uh, the bullet matches the deer. I mean, the bullet from the right, the rifle matches the bullet and the deer. Like, well, we got everything we need here. Come on, folks, let's figure this out. Anyway, uh, in the principal's office, Principal Strode is concerned about Harrison's fluctuations in grades until he explains that his stepmom died and he moved around a lot. And, and that's, that's when Dexter sees Principal Strode as Deb just judging him, like overtly just laying the judgment down. Mm-hmm. Tess comes in and volunteers to administer his placement exam. That's not volunteers. It's a, we don't know if she volunteered, but she's going to administer the placement exam, this bogus placement exam. Now, do you think there's anything to test that, that there's more to test than just surface? Because... She's been in every episode so far. Oh, Sal. But he said, I thought it like, is there more to test than the surface? Like, like, as in, like, as in, this test, I was like, what? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this is my area of expertise. I don't know why the placement exists. No No test. I mean, um, maybe she'll be, I, 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 maybe she'll be another victim of the, the whatever abandonment thing. but the thing is, like, uh, she, if it is if it is related to the shelter which i guess it seems to be and now i gotta remember who the name of this person is that owns the shelter because desiree desiree there you are yes so like gotta gotta keep an eye out for desiree see if the yeah. shelter related this is i mean i guess i don't really see tess going to the shelter if she's already like kind of situated in this area. yeah but i guess yeah. why i'm wondering it i'm wondering if she's in on it somehow Mm, like she's at the bar and okay maybe she i don't think she's uh having a bigger role the thing is they do, they do i don't think they're trying to do it to show that harrison does know spanish but here they have you know she she's a spanish oh, teacher yeah, she yeah. knows some spanish i guess or is she spanish she's teacher? not she's no she's oh, a yeah, science she teacher spanish, science teacher but she can speak some spanish yeah, she's harrison, she's puerto rican yeah puerto rican yes and then uh harrison obviously knows him too uh mm-hmm. he lives in argentina so I don't um I don't know if this will matter at all later. Like I don't know if they're inje- you know interjecting this fact that they both I think, speak Spanish. Or yeah, they well, want to I, let us know that Harrison can speak Spanish. Right. I so maybe somehow that's gonna allow her to help him somehow or him to help her because they can speak Spanish and anyway. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. That's a stressful event if like you can't like understand the language and two people that are conversing mm-hmm. in this other language like no stop mm-hmm. like, stop stop talking yep, yep, let, yeah no. <laughs> but, yeah but. you know I, what's interesting though is like i feel like she has to be more important than just you know somebody who's gonna be who works at the school where harrison goes because they could have had anybody be the bartender anybody could have been a bartender but didn't like that scene didn't need a teacher who's moonlighting as a bar, our bartender, right? Mm-hmm. It could have been anyone else, but they've chosen deliberately to show us Tess in this first episode and to show her again in the second episode when she flashes the peace sign to Dexter, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Dexter yeah. was freaking out in his truck and yeah, she's, you know, flashes the peace sign to him. So they've, so they've intentionally shown her to us in both the first two episodes when they did not need to those things could have been done by anyone and it seems like there's more importance to her than we know right now maybe hmm okay Uh, maybe this is ira iris iris sorry 
I feel like Angela would recognize her. <laughs> I know. I, okay. No, I think I think you make a good case here, Mr. Sal. We'll see if that's okay. in the future. Yeah. I will I will antagonize you for the for the sole purpose to make your prediction better if it bears fruit. So I will say no. Okay. Right. All right. So the ridiculous notion. Tess is simply just, you know, a teacher that also moonlights as a bartender uh, and she also she used to Spanish work and she used her. to work at a box company in los angeles anyway so <laughs> oh, no, that's that's oh sorry i'm i'm mixing i'm mixing series sorry about no, that it's not okay lost. that's ridiculous sorry <laughs> okay all right so at the police station uh dexter shows up because he just has to know what this break in, in the case was he can't not know so he shows up at the, at the police station and it turns out that the seneca actually have i don't know trail cams some kind of surveillance cameras in these woods now they're not like hd cameras these are just heat signature cameras apparently so they're just designed to track wildlife not identify you know people yeah not for security yeah so you know hallelujah for dexter yeah it's just they're just heat signatures but they do have footage of Matt shooting the deer and they have uh, these heat signatures. Uh, they, they, Dexter IDs the gun that Matt has. Yep. That's the one that looks like the one that I sold him, but there's another person out there in the woods. It's not just Matt and Kurt is livid. Uh, he want he, he thinks that it's negligent that they accused his son and did not, I recognize this as foul play immediately. And Dexter does offer to make a list of everyone with a hunting license. Of course, he <laughs> does not have a hunting license. So it's a very helpful list because he's not on it. And they, uh, Angela says, well, we're going to interview everybody who was in contact with Matt within 48 hours of his disappearance. So there you have that. Oh. What do you think of Kurt's tirade here? Not yours. Caldwell's tirade. tirade. Um, so him being, I mean, it's a reaction. I mean, I think it'd be a pretty emotional reaction, right? You're, you're, because right now, right? If you're, mm-hmm. if you're Kurt, you're going, okay, I think my, um, he, he talks about the end of episode two that Matt's still out here. Come on, people, you know, let's do this. I, I, he's got to be in some sort of trouble. He did not just run off. He would have let me, you know, and, you know, things are going around your head, Dan. I, I don't know how he could have gotten lost in the woods. Maybe he's like lost or something else. I'm not quite sure. But mm. seeing another person in the woods with your uh, son. Oh, yeah. I mean, immediately, you know, where the head goes to is like, oh, he's dead. Like, you know, someone mm-hmm. just killed him, which is actually well, what happened. But, you know. Yes. I, yep. I totally agree. And I, I don't think that part of the reaction is unwarranted. But I, I also feel like he's got a, he's got a couple of options here option one is he goes off on angela for negligence which does not actually solve any problems and option two is he asks angela what resources do you need from me to help you with this because i I, we need we got to go after this guy we got to figure out who this is listen that that's the ideal right i I told you that's Mm -hmm. the ideal but i mean I, I imagine the emotions are pretty high right like you've seen this i i i don't i actually don't fault kurt for this uh yes, about later I, later later, later yeah okay. later i i don't i think that's uncalled for right like okay. yeah he's she's breaking the bad news uh yeah it, i later i think it's a bit much right you could probably right. try to find you could probably 
justify it in some way you know like oh come on right he's it's he's only learned about today you know he's still trying to deal with it and all this stuff but in this moment i don't really fault him too much you know he's you know i i don't fault him too much. well it sounds like angela says at some point that that kurt's had it in for her for quite some time yes yes she does say that at some point yeah so you know i, you know, I kind of feel bad for angela here it seems like she's getting it from every angle like she like the seneca don't really see her as on their side because she left and the people of iron lake don't really see her on their side or at least kurt doesn't and then that could be because she's seneca it could be because she's what she's a she it could be i don't know why but it it seems like edwards yeah, and he he doesn't seem like he's a big fan either. Especially his daughter or her daughter. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So I do. Angela seems like someone who's really caught in the middle of a lot of crap, and and I I'm starting to feel a little bad for her. She's really taking it uh, from every angle. Back at school, Harrison runs into Zach and Scott, the wrestlers, and Zach is sending Ethan, this new character naked pictures of a girl and harrison's like that's effed up that he yeah. does not like this uh, i did go back and read all the messages i don't know if you did or not no, I so not. i can i can tell you what, what was going on here basically uh zach initiates a conversation saying you know i saw your your drawings on instagram they're really good you know did you take a class he's like no Ethan says no i just watch youtube videos uh, and she says, can you draw me if I send you a picture? And he says, yeah, sure. And that's the picture that she okay. said that Zach sends. Yeah. So, yeah, and by the way, me. yeah. So, yes, yes, he is. And uh, the, by the way, uh, Ethan does send some pictures. So you, as you scroll through, you see some of the pictures that, uh, that he has drawn. And they're, they're anime and there are weapons in the pictures, but there's nothing too violent in the pictures. Yeah, nothing, nothing bad. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing bad. Yeah. Not yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, it, that, that's what the conversation is at that point. All right. Uh, at home and in the woods. So we're going to go back and forth between the home and the woods here. Damien Church, uh, who is the CSI Albany character arrives and dexter and kurt want to tag along and watch him work and he is pretty clumsy which is that's different from dexter i mean he's dropping stuff and like it, it just doesn't seem like he's got all his stuff together when he arrives but then when he gets out into the woods oh. it's like oh now he's in his element he was he is now the man I, I, I feel like attention. this is my favorite scene of the episode. I think about it. Like, I just, it is a great. The, scene, the nostalgia really vibes watching it. It's like this is this is Dexter. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think we're going to see more of Damien Church? Do you think this is it? I have no idea. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I um. I hope we see more of him. I, I hope so too. I'm not sure if we will or not. Yeah, I, I don't I, know if I, I hope the plot do. will allow for it, but I, I enjoy him. Yeah, but I mean, he he identifies that the blood is coagulating differently, and he tests to see if it's human, uh, and it is. He describes the entire scene perfectly, even down to the missing rock. That's the thing that got me. He's like, there was a rock here. Uh, I know. That's the exact thing, Dexter. I was just thinking back to the original series. Like, he would find something, point, like, oh, I I know, and then he'd, like, go off on something, and he, ah, just. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Damien also does a DNI swab of Kurt to check for a match. So now this is where 
I am thinking Kurt's lie at the end is coming from. That's what I mean. Yeah, why is he starting to get a little... I He must be some sort of CD ground. I mean, but he's already given yeah. up the DNA. So I don't know what... Yeah, so, so, but, so he's given up the DNA, but he also um, has the opportunity to say we can we don't have to pursue this case any further because i've talked to my son he's alive don't worry about it so so by that dna yeah yeah well i mean just you know it's you don't have to run the <laughs> dna test because although they already did the they DNA already did test, it yeah right? you, get, you get the results yeah. from um angela beforehand Right, right. But I think I think the thinking to then uh, this is obviously conjecture. I, I don't know if this is true or not. But I believe that what he's thinking is if the case gets thrown out, then nobody's going to look at this again. If the case if the case continues, this could continue for years. Yeah, yeah. And and it's just an, an open case, and they're they're looking for my son. And eventually, oh wait, this is I think this is it. <laughs> Okay, yes. Angela tells him, doesn't she? Oh, we're going to go to the woods tomorrow. The next day, we're going to the caves. And the day after that, <gasps> we're going to the mines. Yes, yes. He starts naming <laughs> out like places. Yes. Oh, my yeah. goodness. You're right. And so yeah. now he's like, I got I to gotta, I gotta kill this. I got to. I got yep. to. And they end with the summer camp. Because yes. I remember, oh, I remember they the say the camp. summer camp. Or maybe they don't end with yep. They say the summer camp. Because in my head, I'm like. Aren't the kids there? Oh, and so maybe no, something. He, Kurt says, "Are you gonna check the summer camp?" Oh, okay, my bad. Yes. And so, then, so I wonder if that's where he's got the his yeah, bodies. That's really. Okay, so, yeah, you're right. So, so he. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so once I think once he has that information that she's going to pursue these places, he's like, "All right, sorry, Matt. <laughs> we're we're done." He spikes up. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is, I, I think this is exactly where this is going. So, oh, I think we got to figure it out. All right, okay. cool. Anyway, uh, at school again, after a summons from the principal, from Principal Strode, uh, De- she tells Dexter that Harrison has scored the highest ever on the placement exam, which is like, how many people really take this thing? Whatever. Anyway, she accuses him of cheating when Tess left the room for 15 minutes. Whatever. Okay, moving on. We already talked about this. Harrison denies cheating, but Tess and Dexter think he should just take it again. And Harrison is not thrilled with this and says, thanks for always for having my back, just like always. And that's a, that's a dig on Dexter and a very deserved one. Yeah. I mean, I, it does come out to be true, but listen, what if the reverse, what if the uh, reverse happened and he was a cheater? Mm-hmm. There we go. Boom. Gotcha, Harrison. So. I don't just- honestly... I don't honestly think it matters. And here's oh, the other thing. Yeah, you're pretty the other back. thing. It's a placement test. It's not like a final exam. It's a placement test. If he cheated on it and he gets placed in a more advanced class, who gives a crap? Right? Yeah, no, no, no. Fair, fair. He'll just he'll maybe have a harder time with the that. class yeah. or whatever. Why why do you cheat on a placement test? No, like Dexter has to have his back here. Has to. Okay. Big mistake, big mistake by Dexter not having his back in this situation. Although it does set up this nice scene at the end, but mm-hmm. heartwarming. Th- this was that a heartwarming scene. Yeah, it is heartwarming at the end. Although he just you know mimics Angela, which is what he does because he mm-hmm. doesn't ever have these just emotional thoughts 
of his own volition. <laughs> it's just, anyway, we'll get there when we get there. But my point is, if you're Dexter in this case, you got to back up your son, especially when you have not, when you abandoned him and have so much to compensate for here. This is, this should be an easy one. Yeah, just back him up here. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Anyway, back home. The search dogs will be there tomorrow. Ooh, that's not good. Deb taunts Dexter in the bathroom about search dogs. Dogs, what are you going to do? She even goes so far as to pull a gun on him in yeah, a she's police cop. uniform. Yeah, yeah, she's cop Deborah. Yes. Yes. Now, that was cop Deborah, right? That wasn't Angela's uniform, right? No, I think it wasn't. I don't think that was Miami PD's. It See, maybe I, was. Think, I can't remember. I think it was. I think. I don't think Angela wears a tie like that, does she? I I, I can't even. I, I can't really remember what Deborah was wearing. I, I just. I don't. Well, Deborah was definitely wearing a, like a thin black tie. I don't think Angela even wears a tie. I might be wrong about that, but Deborah, I know used to when she was before she became a detective, she was a uniformed officer, and that looked a lot like her uniform. So I think that was a De- cop, Deborah. Okay. Anyway, Harrison wonders what's going on in the bathroom, and Dexter lets him in, says, all yours, and Harrison lets him know, hey, you know what? I got a higher score the second time, so you know, there you go. Ha. Anyway. Showed him. Yes. All right, Angela calls Kurt Caldwell and says the DNA is a match, and Caldwell gives her a hard time, but Angela runs through her whole search plan, Corey Caves Summer Camp. There we go. Actually, the quarry, the quarry would be the, I think she said the quarry first. No, caves first, then quarry. So anyway, so Kurt has a couple of days to call this off. Caldwell has, I got to stop saying Kurt. I have to stop calling him Kurt because this is getting confusing. Why? Caldwell. I'm not confused. Okay. I'm I'm glad you're not. That's good. If you (laughs) want to refer to him as Kurt, I think that's fine because I'll know exactly who you're talking about. I don't always know who I'm talking about when I say Kurt. They were similar. <laughs> yep. Okay. Dexter digs up Matt, but only for his hunting vest. I, I thought that he had a Me bigger too. plan than I, this. I, yeah. I thought he was trying to get rid of the body before the docs came or something. Yeah. Yeah. But he takes the, This was a pretty cool scene, actually. I kind of, yeah. I, I kind of like this. He, t- he drags it all over the crime scene to pick up, you know, whatever scent is uh, left at the crime scene and to leave scent from the vest at the crime scene and then just all over the place, brings it everywhere, up to the highway, all of this to put the dogs onto the scent and lead them where he wants them to go, which is away from his house. And And to the the glove. And to the glove. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So anyway, and I, but again, I've already talked about, it. I feel like they would just freak out when they get back to his place, but okay. You've, you've explained that I'll, I'll buy it as much as I'm capable of buying yeah. it right now. And presumably he's avoiding all these heat cameras uh, by the. Oh, yeah, all right. That's another thing that I had a problem. I, I wondered that, but I was like, yeah, I mean, now that he's aware of them, I probably, cause he didn't know about them beforehand. Like, yeah. He's just more careful now. You know what I mean? He's just, he's I looking guess. at us. He, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not thrilled with that either. So, anyway, yeah. I feel like this this episode has a lot more holes in it than <laughs> most Dexter episodes. So uh, that's, that's that's why I'm putting this at the bottom of my list so far. Sorry. Still, still a lot that I love about it though. But anyway, 
at the you know the hotel or shelter or whatever this is wherever lily is the surveiller goes uh goes up in a snow camo and puts on a record uh the record is runaway fitting do you know what a do you know what a record is kurt do i know what a runaway is maybe well you know what a runaway is do you know what a record is yeah yeah oh yeah that's right vinyl is back big now actually so yes i do know vinyl I feel insulted okay. that you'd question if I knew what vinyl was. <laughs> that's, that's right. My, my bad. That's yeah, right. you should you feel just... really bad about that. That was that was really demeaning. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. All right. But to me, those eyes look like Clancy Brown's eyes. And that voice, because he starts singing the first line of the song as well. And that sounds like Clancy Brown's voice to me as well. That, to the point, and the build of this actor is Clancy Brown's build and this is all like like I said if if this turns out to not be Clancy Brown I might call BS because that they, they've done everything in their power to make us think this is Clancy Brown so Clancy oh. Brown being the actor who plays Kurt Caldwell by the way yes that we use interchangeably <laughs> yes whatever exactly. reason. uh hmm I mean yeah I, I I think it's more likely Clancy Brown than it isn't yeah uh we'll see see Anyway, he releases the door of Lily's room. She runs out, takes off across the snow, and he shoots her. And what's really, uh, I guess what's most interesting about this is that when he shoots her, Dexter hears it. Yes. Uh, I also have a complaint here for Lily. All right. Why should I use a serpentine method? Why did she or did she not? She didn't. She ran in a straight line. Mm-hmm. She should have serpentined. Well, I don't know if she knew there was somebody behind her with a gun. Oh, yeah, she did eventually. The laser. She saw the laser dot. She's the laser dot, Mr. Sal. What's the first thing you do? You serpentine. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I totally agree. <laughs> we have to make the noises, too. The noises, okay. make the, the noises help. Yeah. Noises help. Okay. She had, like, plus 50% bonus to serpentining. So. Ooh, 50%. Wow. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, just very important they make the noises. Okay. Uh, All right. No. That, no. Yeah, it is, it's a good uh, transition. We, that, that, and that's the end of that. Yeah, we shoots. Then we're yep. next to going off. Oh, people, wow, hunters come out early, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Hate to be prey in this area. <laughs> anyway, Dexter next morning is going to take Harrison to school. He has signed up for wrestling. And Logan has to interview Jim. So Jim, uh, Jim, Dexter. Dexter says he'll stop by the station after lunch. Okay. And here come the dogs. So in the in the woods, the dogs get the scent off the glove and they take off. And then we get the entrance music. Just really weird. Like it's the yeah. entrance music where they start with her feet and they work all, all the way up to her face. It's and the music doesn't like fit into the episode at all, except no, it that it's her music. Yeah. I don't really, like every time we see her for the first part of an episode, it'll always be like this weird entrance music. Yeah, I know. It's weird. But she calls herself a citizen activist and shows up and she wants to help find the, and she says, the local hunk with a, with a larger than life personality. And Angela asks, Did you, were you a friend of his? No, nope, just a community a citizen activist. She even, uh, this is where she, she mentions about Logan mm-hmm. because that's who. Angela refers her to, oh, yeah, he's a hot cop. You can totally get it. So uh, that's that's where I started thinking of Masuka because we haven't heard lines like that in Dexter other than Masuka, I feel. Yeah, no, no, that, that's a Masuka's so, thing. Mm-hmm. 
I did have the the initial thought that maybe this would be Iris or Audrey's mom. I mentioned that, but I don't think it is at this point. She's too famous, too well known. Anyway, so at school, uh, Harrison gives Dexter a very cold goodbye. In fact, no goodbye at all. Just gets <laughs> out of the car and leaves, and that leaves Deb to. Uh, torment dexter in the car and brainstorm where to put matt's body yeah uh, this... in, including this wood chipper comedic fantasy which is yeah really um it's funny it was good i mean it's really out yeah. of place but i liked it so he uh i think that this is just a wink and a nod to fargo dexter even calls it out as it's a little fargo-esque don't you think uh fargo We've talked about it already. It's a, it's a movie, nineteen mid nineties, maybe ninety four or so. Anyway, whatever, mid nineties, and it's a very famous scene from that movie is somebody who has killed someone else puts the body through a wood chipper, and in this case, this setting is so much like the setting of Fargo that it's hard not to draw comparisons. So I think they just kind of said, you know what, let's not ignore it we'll call attention to it give it a wink and a nod and move on uh, but it was really funny and seeing deb like kind of dance her way through it was pretty hysterical yeah. it's also one. pretty gross <laughs> but yeah anyway um the, we last we see of willie here she's getting involved yeah and that's all we that's uh, all we get out of uh, that. Uh, before we get past that deborah and dexter mm-hmm. like in the truck after um harrison leaves uh, Dexter does talk about you know he, he's trying to think about a place to put him, and he puts he uses the words a long term solution, right? Oh yeah, he right. The right. long term solution. Now he doesn't mean he's going to kill again. He just wants to be able to put a place where his body will never be found, right? One yes. and done. Now what do you do? So well, you know, just well, here's the thing. <laughs> Doesn't he mean that he's going to kill again? Because if Deb's calling him out for it, that's himself calling yeah, him out for it, right? So, like, no, so, no, no, myself. I'm, I'm yeah. So, so part of him is thinking, yeah, we need nobody to ever find Matt, not just not find him today. Uh, so, but part of him is also thinking, yeah, maybe we could use it in the future. Yeah, it'd be really nice for the future. Yeah. But better yeah, get so a good I, one. I do think that, that it, the both meanings are there. Both meanings are. are on full display so and it is you know it, it's really hard to always remember that when we see deb we're seeing a, just a, the, another side of dexter like dexter is thinking everything that deb says and, and i always i don't know if, i don't know about you but i always have trouble remembering that when i see characters who appear to characters when they're not actually there depends i guess but for dexter i'm, I'm used to it yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. At, uh, the, on the reservation here, Angela goes to visit someone called Miriam and asks uh, to see uh, Johnny Bullhorn. She's got to ask Johnny some questions. Well, Johnny, it turns out, has been sick with the flu. He couldn't have done anything since he's been home sick with the flu. They talk a little bit more, and uh, Iris comes up here. I think this is this Miriam is Iris's mom, and. She, they mentioned that Iris is still missing, and Angela does eventually call out Miriam and say, "Look, don't make everything about Iris. This is not about Iris." So, I, I do think that there's a significant connection between Miriam and Iris. I didn't even think about that while I was watching the episode, but yeah, I mean, the, since she invokes her, 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you're wrong. I mean, I, but maybe, maybe they're just known for being you know thick as thieves. That uh, could be, could be. All right. Uh, at school, Audrey invites Harrison to sit with her and the wrestlers at lunch, but he passes right by them and joins Ethan instead. Ethan is the the subject of the prank uh, text messages that Zach has been setting. Mm-hmm. The victim, really. And he tells, uh, Ethan tells, uh, I'm sorry, Harrison tells Ethan what Zach has been doing. And he says that he wants to help Ethan because guys like Zach shouldn't always be top of the food chain. So. Trying to, trying to mess with the ecosystem. Exactly. He comes, comes in on first days messing with the ecosystem. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. At the station, Logan interviews Dexter and asks about his hunting. No, no, no. Forget about hunting. the scene. Sorry, I'm sorry. Hiking. This, this is a great scene. It is a great scene. I agree. I agree. Dexter Dexter IDs his own gun and tells him there are about a hundred of them in town. So <laughs> He's, oh, yeah. 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 You know, why do you why do you hike with a gun? Well, for protection, of course. Okay. But really, I mean, Logan is interrogating Dexter. I mean, it, it's he, he's really intense. And then he flips the switch at the end. Oh yeah, we're done. You're all good. Thanks, man. You know, it, it's it's weird to to see that juxtaposition in Logan, but do you, do you what, think Logan? Do you think Logan's actually onto Dexter at all, or do you think you know, just well? I that was the impression that I got through most of this, but now I don't. <laughs> okay, I don't. I think I think if Dexter gets brought down, it's not it, it's not going to be Logan, Logan. or Teddy. Uh, it, it'll be Angela herself, or it'll be like Molly or uh, or Harrison. It's not going to be one of the underling cops. <laughs> now one of the jobber cops, Mr. Sal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, at the store, Dexter gets the idea to put Matt in the iron mines. He's looking around on the map. He's like, oh, iron mines. Oh, I don't know. That, that sounds promising. So he's going to go check those out. Back at school, Ethan sends Zach a gif of him uh, with a goat. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that pisses Zach right off. But when he comes after Ethan, Harrison grabs him by the throat and says, leave Ethan alone or I will do this to you every effing day, which is super B.A. and super Dexter ish. Yeah, I mean, this is the I mean, and this was fun fact, a little behind the scenes fact. They were actually really worried about the scene when filming because they didn't think, you know, Harrison would get this out of control. This is not true. This is not true. it's, it's, It's difficult working with someone. Who doesn't realize during the show? It's almost like a treatment effect, right? It, it, but you know they they work really well with it. And Zach, yeah. Are you are you are well. you gonna go with this like shtick through the whole season? What do you mean? <laughs> okay. Harrison is not to... an actor. That's what you're trying to say. He's uh, not an actor. He's yeah, yeah. he's actually like a real person with people acting around him. And okay, so you beautiful. are gonna go. It's it's the it's the it's the Jack show, right? Not the Truman show. The Jack show. It's the Harrison show. The Harrison show. Okay, fine. Well, uh, you you can feel free to stick with that the entire season if you want. I'll feel free to call, oh, continue just, calling you out. I would just, well, I was trying to share like a fun fact there. Behind okay. the scenes fact. It's a really worrying yeah. scene. Thanks, man. Okay. Audrey offers <laughs> Harrison a ride home, and Harrison accepts and says, See you guys on the map because I made the wrestling team. <laughs> fun. Fun, I mean, fun. this is, I mean, it's, it's just gutsy. I mean, I'd be 
a little scared if I were Harrison, I'd be like, all right, I did this now. I can never see Zach again, <laughs> but no, I'll see you on the mat. Like, which makes me wonder if he didn't join the wrestling team specifically to keep an eye on these two. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like the Batman of the school. <laughs> yeah. Right. Sort of like, I don't know. Something about like, he's always putting on like a costume and like beating him. Mm-hmm. But this well, is this is all so Dexter like, right? It, it's, yeah, you know, he keeps he's identified. He, yeah, he's but he's identified someone who's a victim here, uh, who doesn't deserve what he's getting, and he's identified the people who are uh, perpetrators. Yeah, the perpetrators, and and he's going to keep tabs on them, and he's going to threaten them, and who knows what else he's going to do to him? So kill him. Uh, it could be. It would not surprise me. I mean, this is kind of seems the crux of the season is does Harrison have a dark passenger as well? And, uh, you know, we definitely have seen flashes of it. This being the the most overt one. Certainly. So, yeah. In Audrey's car, Harrison and Audrey bond a bit and they stop at the butcher shop and uh, gig. The butcher complains about the white buck in his cooler, which pisses audrey right off that it's being disposed of like road like normal roadkill so harrison suggests you know what let's do something about it then before they can dispose of it so all right that's they're going to take a little trip to uh the the seneca nation apparently uh we don't get to see that uh conversation but we find out later that that's where they're going meanwhile dexter is taking a three mile hike to the iron mines and uh um confused by my notes here hey we literally assume going for the hike and get back to this car ride no that's it right then we're back to the car right yeah yeah so harrison uh is uh they and uh audrey exchange parental stories a little bit harrison doesn't really have any to tell so uh audrey tells harrison that her dad is dead her mom left and then the car breaks down her dad's car in fact breaks down uh and now she sends harrison with her phone to find reception to call for a radiator hose not i i don't think a good idea not not ideal you're stuck in the you're stuck in the woods you are sending away the person that you're with so now you're alone and you've sent him with your phone so now not only are you alone you don't have any means of communication that's true she should have have at least them well does he harris have a phone i would assume harrison has a phone he's texting with ethan later right Oh, you're right. Yeah, he FaceTimes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, so just giving Harrison the number and then going, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I I was very worried for Audrey at this point, but because and and I maybe rightfully so. I don't know, because Edward Olson shows up and asks Audrey if she needs help. She lectures him on how his uh, how he is harming the planet planet. And he lectures her on the fact that people are complicated. Like you, for example, you environmentalist who drives a gas guzzler. You see a problem with that? I don't see a problem with that, but some might. So anyway, he says, stay safe, Audrey, which that is super yeah. creepy. First of all, the stay safe part is creepy enough, but the fact that he knows her name is equally creepy. So this is this is rough. Harrison returns just in time, and Jerry is on his way for, with the radiator hose. Yeah. This is all we get to see of Edward Olson in this uh, episode, but what do you think of this? I'm digging Ed as a character. Like I want to. He's a he's a very interesting character. I'm. I'm I want to see more. 
Uh, me too. I, I think uh, he is someone that I feel I don't know enough about. Yeah, I would so, agree with that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Dexter finally makes it to the iron mine or quarry. Do you call it a mine or a quarry? I think this is a mine. I think a quarry is like above ground. Oh, right, right, right. Like, the the you quarry is the ground. Yeah, okay. Kind so of. This is a mine. This is a mine, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think in a quarry, you're going for rocks. And a well, mine, I think you I thought for me, a quarry. So here, here, here's Kurt Stuffish. Quarry is like, when I think of a quarry, like a big open space, you're just mining into the earth. But you're not like mm. underground. You're not underground. Oh, I see. Quarry, right? But in I a see. mine, you're underground. You're going underground yeah. and you're mining in the mine. I think you're right. So that's yeah. my like, mine, but that's not that's not scientific in any way. Okay. Well, Dexter almost dies here. He almost yeah. falls into a very, very deep hole. Imagine, this, imagine, imagine this is the end of Dexter. Imagine this is the episode <laughs> ended. We're like, oh yeah, Dexter's dead, by the way. Now he just fell into like, this bear <laughs> pet. He's dead now. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might kind of dig that. I mean, at this <laughs> point, I like Harrison enough that I feel like he could at least carry the rest of the season if he needed to. Uh, I don't know about uh, future seasons. I'd have to see how the season goes, but at any rate, it doesn't happen. No, he so lives. yeah, he lives. And he actually says, you know, he gets kind of excited that this hole is going to be perfect. He drops the rock down to see how deep it is. And he actually says, I miss this. Mm. Oof. Uh, that's that's that doesn't bode well, but, or maybe it bodes well for viewers who want to see Dexter kill which like you me, know yes like you yeah exactly so anyway uh there's a bear uh that scares the crap out of him uh and he somehow makes it out before the bear can get him and stumbles and falls but the bear apparently gave up on him as soon as he saw that he was you know running away <laughs> okay anyway uh maybe the bear was just defending the territory yeah. not actually yeah. aggressively I, going after dexter i would have loved if dexter somehow pushed this bear into the pit <laughs> <laughs> oh man but just just when he gets away from the bear he gets a phone call from angela inviting him over for dinner and she doesn't really want to be cooking for audrey and harrison but you know and dexter's like wait a minute harrison's gonna be there okay i guess i'm gonna come all right back home uh ethan facetimes harrison and he's scrolling through as he is scrolling through Audrey's social media. So he's, he's clearly got an interest in Audrey. He's got a smile on his face as he's scrolling through. But Ethan shows Harrison some very violent drawings. Yeah. Where Zach and Scott are the subjects of the violence. So it is it's disturbing. And Harrison doesn't doesn't act repulsed by it. No, you're know, right. You, I don't. I, I didn't really try analyzing Harrison's response to it, but I, you're right. I don't think he does act repulsive. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't say, oh my God, these are amazing. Wouldn't it be awesome to do this? These kids. <laughs> he, but, but he also, he also doesn't say, Ethan, these are, you know, a little intense. Um, you could probably get in trouble for, for having these. Yeah. So he, he, did, you know, he saw fire. He did not stoke it. He did not put it out. He simply went out. Oh, yeah. a fire. Yeah, exactly. His hands to it. <laughs> exactly. All right. So they, uh, Dexter and Harrison, go to Angela's for dinner. She says that the dog spent the day literally barking up the wrong tree, which is good news for Dexter. And Audrey is impressed that Molly Park is in town. 
and nobody seems to know Molly Park, but Audrey says she's a true crime podcaster, which Harrison is very much into, and so is Audrey. They're both into true crime podcasts. Have you ever listened to a true crime podcast? No. Well, kind of. I'm trying to remember what the title of it was. So yeah, I guess it wasn't... So explain to me what true crime is. It's just explaining like a crime that's occurred. Yeah, I mean, it's basically forensics files on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, then I, there, there was one I used to listen to. I don't listen to it okay. in a while, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so um, this, is, it's interesting. this must be a, a pretty big trend right now because I, I don't I don't listen to true crime podcasts, but I just watched Only Murders in the Building, which is a Hulu original series with Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, and uh, it was excellent. I loved it. Someday I'd love to podcast about that show with you. But uh, that show uh, was about a group of people making a true crime podcast. So uh, I used to listen anyway. to Criminal, the podcast. <laughs> so, okay. There you have it. Well, I'm trying to remember what he's even about. Anyway, go on. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Uh, so I don't know what that tells us about Harrison, other than he has a shared interest with Audrey, unless he's just faking the interest, just because he's interested in Audrey. Uh, but I, I tend to believe that he actually does like true crime podcasts and that just adds more fuel to the dark passenger fire. But at any rate, Angela agrees with Audrey that the deer deserves a bonfire instead of just disposal. And so they are gonna, going to tonight take the deer to Seneca Nation for this bonfire. Now, Dexter and Harrison decide that this this is not their place so they're going to stay in the truck while the bonfire is happening and dexter apologizes for harrison for not st- not uh sticking up for him and in, in the school and it, interestingly he uses the exact same language that angela used in the previous scene angela said to audrey this is me what oh, I've, I've forgotten exactly what she said do you remember no okay this this is me on your side that's what it was. She says to Audrey, this is me on your side. And Dexter uses that same exact terminology with Harrison here. And Harrison, for the first time, calls Dexter dad. And that's Dexter's new favorite word, dad. <laughs> Imagine that. Rolls right yep. off the tongue, doesn't it, Harrison? We'll spoke to oh, you yeah. now, dad. Yeah, dad. <laughs> and he looks at the smoke from the bonfire and thinks i wish my problems would just go up and smoke 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 wait a minute <laughs> there's an incinerator that i have easy access to the, the why public incinerator before uh-huh. yeah why didn't i think of this before oh i'm just gonna put matt's body in there that's a great question dexter why didn't you think of that before Anyway, he burns Matt's body in this, whatever this thing is, incinerator. And uh, then he says, back to abstaining. But then he questions, you know, what if it's not the killing that got me into trouble here? What if it's the not killing? What if it's just because I'm out of practice that I got into trouble? There uh, we this go. Is a like dangerous, this. dangerous path for Dexter to be going down to if you are someone who wants to see Dexter turn over a new leaf. If you're someone who wants to see Dexter kill again, this is an exciting path for Dexter to be going down. Now, I I mean, I tend to, for whatever reason, I mean, I watch Dexter. I know what Dexter's about, obviously. And for whatever reason, I really want him to be able to turn over a new leaf. 
That, you, oh no, no, no! I, 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 Dexter, stop! Don't change. You know, you are what you are. That's what it is. Get caught, okay. get caught. Thank God you're not real. That's yeah. I guess we'll. You know, it's, it's interesting. I remember having this discussion with my father during season three. Is it yeah, my like, father? Would it be good well, if Dexter was around, or like, would you be scared of Dexter? Well, I, I, it was a little different. I guess the yeah. format of this conversation was a little different with my father because he just he loves revenge stories. Like that's right up his alley. Any movie that's about revenge, any TV series that's about revenge, or people getting what's coming to them. You know what I mean? He loves that stuff, and so he loved season one and season two of Dexter, and then season three. He was like, this, I don't even want to watch this show anymore. He's not killing anybody. I was like, oh, but dad, like he's he's evolving. He's like growing. He's he's becoming a he's getting closer to humanity. He's like, no, nah, that's not why I want to watch the show. I want to watch yeah. because, uh, so. oh, with the humanity. I would go outside and look at people. Like, I don't want to look at humanity. <laughs> yeah. So so I, I feel like it's a, this is a similar discussion in the same vein here, but I always, for whatever reason, have have rooted for Dexter to be able to have a more human life, but anyway, that was so, the people want, Mister Sal. No, apparently not. So this makes this statement makes me nervous, and it's probably it probably makes you excited. Yes. <laughs> Good. All right. Anyway, uh, as he's driving home, he goes past the tavern and he sees Caldwell outside, very drunk and celebrating says this is this does not look like a man who's grieving the loss of his son and he pulls over and asks him what's going on he says i just facetimed with matt not only did i hear him i saw him right there we had the best conversation we've ever had what a wonderful place i'm so lucky to be surrounded by such wonderful people in this wonderful place and as he's saying all this i thought it was snowing but dexter Ashes, think yeah. That these are ashes what? raining down on him. No wonder he's gonna burn the people. Yeah, I mean, I he's done. So. He's done if he's got ashes coming down, right? I mean, I don't know. This is not a typical thing. I feel, and maybe I don't live close enough to a factory, but like, how many ashes should <laughs> be raining down? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I I tend to agree, but that's what Dexter seems to think that this is the closest they've ever been. But he does wonder why would he lie as he brings him home. Hmm. So there you have it. That is the end of the episode. I am I'm like I'm very into the series. I'm loving the series. It's great. Even this episode, which is like I said, it's my least favorite episode of the season so far. But it's because of the holes. It's not because of what they're doing. Like what they're doing, I think is wonderful. But just some holes that I that I can't overlook. Anyway, good good show. Yeah. I like. Well, I'm glad. I like it too. Very convenient. So, any final predictions before we move on to check the time? No, I just got my one. I got like a very, like I guess, just my one really big prediction, which is just, um, yeah, H is for hero. I, I this has what's because Ethan tries to perform a school mm-hmm. shooting and Harrison stops it in some way. Gotcha. And I guess we made a whole bunch of predictions at the beginning, but my big prediction is that Caldwell wants the investigation called off because he doesn't want anybody going to search his burial grounds, basically. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I I think you might be right there. I I wanted to be noted. Uh, I like how we've called in the span of one episode, we've called him Kurt Caldwell, Kurt Caldwell and Clancy Brown. 
So it's mm-hmm. three different ways to call them all the same person. Anyway, they are. They're all the same person. Uh, I, I mean, I if I trusted that every listener knew the actor Clancy Brown's name and knew who we were talking about, I would just call him Clancy Brown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, uh, it's just, that's just how I know him. Every time I see him, it doesn't matter what his character name is. He's Clancy Brown. He, he plays actually just Clancy Brown in the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's a really grumpy person. That's why. Yep. Yep. Well, okay. Well, Kurt, I, I don't know if you've checked recently, but it's, it's a pretty significant time right now. Do you know what time it is? Wow. It's TV time, Mr. South. It sure is. Woo! <laughs> oh, okay exciting. so what do you think here what do you think about this tv time five dexter five dexter that was very uh brief uh i'll, I'll give some explanation here five people like the episode that's why i think it's a five dexter because i think people rated dexter okay uh, because- I- <laughs> oh god <laughs> I I will tell you, yes, the audience did give this a five. I would like you to take a guess, though, as to the not not the percentage specifically, but where does this fit in with the other episodes in terms of the percentage that that uh, like was it was it it like fifty percent gave it a five or thirty like or like you're talking about? So I'll tell you that like did it get a bigger five than the other five? Right? Is it a bigger five, smaller five? Where is it? So episode one got a seventy six percent five. Okay. Yeah. Episode two was seventy percent five. Episode three, what do you think? You don't have to give me a percentage. Just yeah. Where does it where does it fit in relative to those? Um. So I, I I feel like the plot hole of the um seven uh, between. In, in between that, seventy I'm, and seventy-six. I'm going I'm going in between. Okay. It is exactly seventy-six percent. Five. Tied. So it's, it's tied. Same, same, same as the first one. Yeah. <laughs> is that so. kind of in between? I had the brackets. I'd inclusive what I was saying. I guess I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's like 75.9 or 76.2 yeah. or whatever, but at any rate, it's it says 76%, same as the first one. But there you go. There you have it. Well, what did you rate? for Dexter uh, or not that oh, the favorite character I forget your okay favorite. so favorite character now you say Dexter for everybody you say so you're you're voting no, for Dexter, no, no, no. Right? that was the people oh that was the people okay so uh, let me think I okay so do you want me to tell you the people or you want me to yeah tell me the people okay the people did vote for Dexter 73 percent expected last episode Dexter was 83 percent first episode he was 95 percent. so he's got about a 10 to 12 percent drop every episode i think i'll take it a lower I, th- I think we'll i think we'll start like it's like a bit of a logarithmic or like thing like it'll start evening out the curve and we'll just get like but maybe we'll get like a constant assistant 60 50 percent um so i'm hoping for uh that way i always get the point i mean i'd probably say dexter i mean yeah i think everyone said dexter like harrison's okay. really cool but all right so you say dexter yeah, I already said the audience said Dexter, uh, but no, sorry, I said Harrison this week. Did I get it wrong last week for you? No, you said you got it right, Dexter. I voted for Dexter last two weeks, but this week I, I voted for Harrison. Okay, I see. Okay, uh, I am all about that story. That story, good story. they're doing good so good. They're good. The storylines in general. They're introducing a lot of characters. Um. We've got five more episodes, I believe. No, I think there are ten this season, so I think there's seven okay, more. Okay, my bad. Okay, even better. Wow, even better. So never mind. 
Take that back. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for the bodies to drop here. If they will be dropped. I don't know. Do you, do you mean the, the missing women? No, I mean as in people, characters start dying. But I oh, know, oh, oh, start dying. oh, I see. Just, I mean, yeah. had Lily die, but well, Lily was made to die. Yes, she definitely was. We don't. I, as far as I know, they never even said her name. I let me go look it up. It's in IMDb. <laughs> then I, I'm I'm reasonably certain they never said made. Was that just make up her name as Lily? No, I think no. She is Lily. I, oh, I okay, up, okay, 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 well. okay, okay. Oh, okay, okay. Then maybe I just look it up then. Okay. But I, I don't think they ever invoked that name on the show. But she is credited as Lily. I mean, the only time they would have said it would have been at the um bar when uh she's yeah, probably, yep, yep. So, yeah, I don't know, yeah, whatever. Well, yeah, anyway, all right. Well, folks, we are the Show Hoppers Podcast. You can contact us us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com we would very much appreciate your five-star rating and reviews we would very much appreciate downloads subscriptions shares likes follows uh and please do try to spread the podcast around we we really do enjoy doing it uh we are very excited to be covering a show as it happens and we'd love to keep doing that so the more you spread the word the easier it is for us to do that. So thank you so much for listening. We'll look forward to talking to you next week for episode four. H is for hero and H is also for Harrison. Ha ha ha.